Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Introvert Attraction Podcast. I had some awesome feedback and messages from you all about the the two episodes that we talked through about people's success stories with online dating and learning how to communicate and date effectively in the early stages. And I had a few people who really resonated with Jen's story, and she was someone who wanted to date exclusively in the early stages of a relationship as opposed to being with someone who wants to date a bunch of different people simultaneously and how to set expectations and boundaries with that. And I spoke with a couple people who said that they really resonated with the struggle of getting attached to early with someone who you connect with. And that's such a common problem. So I wanted to make this week's episode centered around that. So there's a common pattern early in relationships that maybe you can identify with, not even in early relationships, but just in the early phases of dating before you've even gotten into the relationship. And for introverts especially, we can often be very all or nothing in the early stages of a relationship. We really struggle to open up and to find people who we feel genuinely connected to So when we do find someone who really clicks with us and we feel like we have a lot in common and there's everything's going perfectly and you fall fast and hard, and then all of a sudden they start to pull away or they aren't communicating with you as much as they were before, or they pull back and all of a sudden are canceling their plans or they start updating their dating profiles again. And then anxiety increases, you start to kind of panic, you might be texting them more often while they're texting you less often, and ultimately things crash and burn and you end up being really hurt, which is very understandable, which then the next time that you date, you end up being really closed off and aloof and you don't want to show your hand too quickly. You don't want to share how much you might care about someone because you're afraid that the same thing's going to happen again, that they're going to hurt you. But unfortunately, that makes us emotionally closed off and we can't be vulnerable. And if we are emotionally unavailable ourselves, then we're going to attract other people who are emotionally unavailable. And maybe not just because they are scared to be hurt, but because they are genuinely avoidant or aren't looking for someone like you. So you end up attracting people who are not what you want at all, which I get that it is done in an effort to protect yourself, to keep yourself from being hurt. But unfortunately, it just ends up leading to you being hurt with great certainty. (laughs) So it's really hard for us in the beginning because what are we supposed to do? We do tend to naturally be all or nothing, but there is a solution to this and there is a middle ground. And today we're going to talk a little bit about how to find that and how to establish it. So ultimately, what's going on here? What's going on is that a lot of times we base our judgments and our, our our assessment of people based on our perception of them. And unfortunately, in the, the very early stages, our perception of them is based on what they tell us and what they choose to share. So if you are, especially if you're communicating a lot back and forth before you've gone on a first date, or maybe you've gone on one first date, but you're not able to meet up again right away. So there's a lot of messaging back and forth. And you it, it just creates this false sense of intimacy because everything that you know about them and everything that you're learning about them is what they're choosing to share, what they're choosing to to tell you. And 
even if they are being honest, even if they think they're being honest, it's just so different getting to know someone in the early stages if they're just telling you about themselves and no matter how honest they're being or even no matter how many first dates and and those initial dates that you go on, no matter what, it's all just based on perception. It's not based on experience. And you never truly know how you're going to work through experiences where there's miscommunications, where one of you hurts the other person's feelings. You, you don't know how that person's going to respond to that until it happens. So you might feel like you know this person in the early stages, but you literally can't truly know them and you can't truly discern whether you're a good fit for each other until you've met in person enough, you've been on a few dates enough, and you've gone through some potential adversity or potential misunderstandings or miscommunications to to truly get to know what the relationship might be like. So if you are someone who has ended up hurt because you opened up too early and you're not sure, well, how do I trust this person? I got burned before. I, I don't know how to trust them. If I can't trust what they tell me, what am I supposed to trust? So if you are someone who has fallen really quickly for someone and then it doesn't work out and you end up really hurt and you question, like, what is trust actually? How do I know if I can trust someone else? How do I know if I can trust myself? So that there's two aspects to trust that I think are the most important while you're getting to know someone in the early stages of a relationship. So number one is that you cannot trust your feelings in the beginning of a relationship. This is the the connection, the chemistry, the the sparks, the electricity that we feel at the beginning of getting to know someone. And it's that that makes us fall fast and hard, especially if there's a ton of communication early on and you're sharing all these different aspects of yourself and you you have so much in common and there's just so much electricity and connection there. Those are feelings. Those are chemicals in your body that are communicating to you, and it it depends on how you interpret them, if you interpret those feelings as meaning something, is that you're getting to know this person, you got to pump the brakes. Because feelings like that can happen with anybody, even if they maybe don't happen with anybody. But it's really important that we choose to interpret those feelings in a different way than what can happen, which is that we interpret those feelings as that they mean we're connecting with this person and that they mean that we can trust this person. So if you choose to interpret those feelings of chemistry as trust and as as getting to know the person, that's where you can end up getting hurt unexpectedly. What real trust needs to be established on is not feelings, not perception, but your actual experiences and going through those experiences that I mentioned with actually getting to know them. So there's two aspects to, to trust, and you can either trust your feelings and your perception of this person, which is not grounded in reality, unfortunately. It feels very real, but it's not. That's the type of trust that does not have a strong foundation and therefore it's not going to last necessarily. It might, but it very well couldn't. And if you allow yourself to fall fast and hard when you have strong feelings for someone in the beginning before you've gotten to know them, 
you are putting yourself at massive risk of being hurt. The alternative to that is you can still feel all the feelings. You can still enjoy all of that. But learning to interpret those in a way that you are not paying so much attention to them that you confuse your perception and your feelings with the actual experience and the time that is required to actually get to know someone. Because trust has to be built, it has to be earned, and it has to be experienced over time. So it's really important to notice that connection and that chemistry and to not confuse it for genuine experiences shared together and and the trust that is built from going through those experiences together over time. And there's a lot of different components of trust if we think about it. It's one part truth-telling, it's one part reliability, it's one part following through with the things that you say that you're going to do, with the things that they say that they're going to do. It's predictability. It's people coming through and having an alignment between their actions and their words repeatedly. So your trust has to be based on their behaviors, their actions, Not on your feelings, not on the chemistry that you share together, not on the things that they tell you, and not that the things that they share that they feel about you. Your trust has to be built over time with the things that they do and if there's an alignment between their actions and the things that they say. And ultimately, this comes down to self-trust because if we focus wholly on analyzing this other person's behaviors and actions and we're analyzing, can I trust this person? That doesn't necessarily lead to a good place either because you can't predict what people are going to do, nor can you control it. So it's about gathering information in the early stages and allowing yourself to get to know them and acknowledging that you don't know what's going to happen and you can't predict nor control what's going to happen, but you can 100% learn to trust yourself because trusting yourself is always going to be within your control. Trusting that you can handle whatever happens without betraying yourself, without allowing yourself to be mistreated, you can always trust in that. And there's no way to guarantee that you won't be hurt. And I think that us being hurt in the past makes us very, not suspicious, but kind of on high alert and very guarded. And we really try to protect ourselves from being hurt. And it's normal for our brains and our nervous systems to want to try to protect us. But we have to get to a place where we are able to still be vulnerable. And you can't be vulnerable if you are constantly guarding and protecting yourself. You have to acknowledge that you might get hurt and that you trust yourself to handle it. So it's really important after all of this, it's important to pace yourself. It's really easy to allow the feelings to sweep you away. You start to cancel your plans with friends. You start to never want to say no to when this person reaches out to you because you don't want to let them down. And you're having so much fun together and things are going so well. Like, Why wouldn't you want to spend every waking hour together? But it's really important to to not lose yourself in the process because if you start to sacrifice your identity, 
whether that is with your family, with your friends, just spending time with yourself, that's when you get completely lost in the relationship. And if it doesn't end up going as you hoped or planned it to be, then that's when you really get hurt and you really feel completely lost and betrayed and that you're never going to be able to trust someone again. But you didn't actually trust them then because it was based on your idea and your perception of them, not based on who they actually are, which takes time. So trust in yourself, trust in the actions of the person. Do not trust your feelings. Do not trust how much this person says that they feel about you. Just pace yourself. Take time to get to know them. Take time to get to know the the not-so-great parts of them. You can have your head in the clouds, but keep your feet on the ground. Keep a very grounded perspective. And the more that you have outside support and help and perspective to make sure that you stay true to yourself and that you don't lose yourself in this relationship, the more trust that you're going to have in yourself. And that's Honestly, the most important part with dating and relationships is that you trust yourself, that you trust your judgment, that you trust that you are capable of having your own back and doing what is right for you because no one else is going to do it for you. So if any of this resonates with you, take a moment and think about your past relationships. Are you someone who kind of goes between the all or nothing extremes of falling really hard and fast and then you end up hurt? Or staying really guarded and closed off and defending yourself because you're afraid you're going to get hurt. And think about where that comes from. Is it because you trusted them before you really knew them? Is it because you trusted your feelings in the beginning of a relationship instead of trusting your judgment and your values? And if you're someone who has struggled with this, think about some ways that you can Try to pace yourself in your future relationships to not get attached too quickly, to not get attached to the outcome, and think about some ways that you can just measure your progress to keep you grounded, whether that is having a friend who keeps you honest with yourself if you are falling too hard and fast, whether that's with a family member, whether it's with a coach, whoever you want to uses your person, but it's just so important for us to have outside perspective as introverts because having that person who can keep you grounded and keep you connected to yourself and what matters to you as a person, you're so much less likely to get swept away by your feelings and your idea of someone, and you're so much less likely to get hurt. I hope that this mini perspective on trust and feelings and getting to know someone and pacing yourself and not getting too attached at the beginning of a relationship was helpful. If you have any experiences with this you want to share, or if you have any other topics with this that would be helpful to explore, please head over and join us on Instagram. We are at Introvert Attraction. You can also shoot me an email. That is in the show notes. I love you guys so much. Thank you here for being with me. I can't wait to see you next week. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Bye.